Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network. Hey everyone, welcome back to Screen Heroes. My name is Ray and I am joined by my wonderful, handsome co-hosts, other hosts, words are hard, Ryan <laughs> and Derek. Hi. How are you guys? Off to a bumpy start, apparently. <laughs> I'm just tripping over my tongue, nothing I haven't done before, but yeah, so tonight we were going to do hellboy we were going to review it and i'm so sorry i got sick over the weekend it's rachel's fault it is absolutely i got sick over the weekend flu stuff it was not very good and i i i did not get a chance to go see the movie so we are going nobody else saw the movie either so you didn't see it i mean i did oh okay one of like three people oh okay to be fair yeah it did very poorly guys still made more money than mortal engines did opening weekend just for some perspective Because, uh, so Hellboy, I, I can tell you real quick. I think it was 11 million domestic or 12 million, uh, wasn't it? F- let's see. Fifth, 12, 12, 12 million. Fifth, 12. 12,045,000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, domestic. Okay. Domestic. Total or just this weekend? That's just opening weekend. Okay. Um, if you include, there are no international numbers reported yet on box office mojo. But it had a $50 million budget. It did. So. It's not doing It's well. going to flop. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's its great. opening weekend, so it doesn't get much better than that. We're, no, it only goes downhill from yeah. there, really. We are going to see it this weekend. We promise you guys we are not going to ask you to go see it and then us bail on you. So it's going to happen. And of course, next week is uh, Avengers Endgame. So those are our next two episodes. Now, tonight we had the Disney press conference where they discussed all the Disney Plus features and all the new shows they're bringing, as well as the other content. We also had Star Wars Celebration, and they released uh, a decent amount of news regarding Episode Nine and uh, what projects are in the works, what we'll actually see on Disney Plus from them. So we've got a lot of news to talk about with that, and we'll be doing some editorial opinion kind of stuff about all this. Um, and then of course there's like the small news, like it's a news segment. That's exactly. We're, we're doing a news podcast. Yeah. That's, that's the entire uh, point. We're and I mean, maybe here. we should do these like a little bit more often because there are some times where the news outweighs the story. That's but true. 
Um, before we good. go too far into that, though, uh, we made a reference to sending Ray all of the uh, the hate mail, but we actually got a really nice fan letter. We did uh, that I meant to bring up last week, and we just ran out of time. Well, whoever wrote it probably doesn't forgive you and quit listening now. So, <laughs> so, <wait a> <laughs> so I just wanted. To we s- were so close. Yeah, I just wanted we to say our first listener. <laughs> I wanted to say thank you to uh, Rachel P. I'm not going to say the full name just in case uh, she doesn't want me to. But I uh, just wanted to say thank you. She was just really nice. She had a lot of really nice things to say about us and the show and shared a really uh, fun end game theory with us and all of that. And so I just wanted to say thank you because we appreciated it. And you can always um, reach out to us, contact at heroespodcast.com, or you can go to our website. There's a contact page you can fill out. Um, and that'll go to there as well if you'd like. So just, you know, thanks for that. Felt good. It was nice to, nice to see. So that's our first one in 200 episodes almost. 154 episodes when it came in, give or take. <laughs> so we yeah. love that stuff. If you guys want to shoot us emails or messages on Twitter or, uh, even bothering the Tumblr sometimes, or I think hate mail, like even if you want to send us yeah, email, hate like, mail and tell us not be rude about it, but tell us, you know, you know what wrong. hate mail is though, right? Yeah, like you I mean, understand like, that you criti- can't <laughs> constructive criticism mail. Like, constructive criticism we've now. never received requests so we would take them seriously if we did Derek by does the karaoke. way rachel does too but derek's is more entertaining here's the funny he'll be, thing he'll do nickelback if you really one ask, of the first times the three of us hung out <laughs> was karaoke and ryan brought his a game as well as it's true part of a costume i did and I don't half-ass anything. I whole-ass everything. Whole-ass everything. It's why he does so, like, very little. He doesn't stretch right. himself thin like I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got my hands in 800 pots, and Ryan's like, no, these five are fine. Yes, do do few things, but whole-ass all of them. Whole-ass. <laughs> it's not quite what Ron Swanson said, but it's close. Close enough. Derek, on the other hand, he sang like four or five songs that night. I did sing a few. Most of them were very embarrassing songs. Minus minus Journey and uh, Will Smith. Like, But you sang Creed? Not by myself. No, you did not do it by yourself. (laughs) And then like a year later, you sang Avril Lavigne (laughs) for karaoke. Like... You just get up when there and you that? have a good time. I don't remember that. That was time. at Brad's birthday party. Oh, right. Where we got the Winsky wave. Yes. The Winsky wave was born and we got to see Ian's dance and him like scream anus. Right. Ian from Echo Station, so before everyone. Before we end this subject, I think it's important to note that the very first time that I saw what was going to blossom into a beautiful relationship was that night. The, fir- the first karaoke night. The very the first, first thing, night. yeah. Was we... when I went, because uh, I don't think anybody really, I don't, I mean, I'm sure you guys felt it at that point, but, you know, I don't think anybody really uh, knew about, you know. <laughs> it's thing. true. So I was like, what? <laughs> but, yeah. Good so, times, and so, you know, you guys are making a big step later this year. So that's a fun reminiscing. Yeah. What are thing, we doing? So. Where are we going? I don't know. I think I think there's something. <laughs> there's a thing. I We're going to walk on the moon. I have to rent the fucking tux for it. I'll tell you that. You don't. Thing. Wait a minute. No, let's, let's not go off topic here. We'll discuss this offline. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. So <laughs> let's talk news. Oh, yeah. Let's talk news. Okay. So we're going to want to start with the big topic. No, let's start with small stuff. Okay. Okay. So uh. I have a small What's one. It? Derek has a small one. No, he doesn't. 
<laughs> uh, no, so I brought I brought this up in our we have a chat that the three of us have, and yeah. neither of you guys said anything. So I'm gonna bring it up now, so you have to engage me on it. <laughs> so um, that's the way to do it. So Robert Downey Jr. is playing the new Doctor Doolittle. For those who didn't know, the reason I didn't respond is because I don't care. Here's the interesting part about this, though. So the movie's getting these major reshoots, which is why it was in the news. But they actually revealed the budget for the movie during this process. Before the reshoots, the budget for this movie, a Doctor Doolittle reboot, is $175 million. And for perspective, that beats out the last several superhero movies that are not Infinity War. <laughs> um, and gets with the reshoots, will probably hit like Star Wars range. They actually could have made Hellboy, Shazam, and probably some <laughs> small indie film with that budget. Right? Like, you know, we're talking about Hellboy was 50, Shazam was 90, uh, Captain Marvel was 100, right? Uh, Aquaman was 160 or 165. You know what's funny is Robert Downey Jr. is probably 170 million of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> So I just thought that was crazy when I saw that budget that the movie would be that expensive. It just seemed insane to me. It does have a pretty great voice cast for all the animals who are going to be doing the talking. Um, like Tom Holland will be in it, apparently. Uh, Ra- well known for his voice talents. Well known for his voice, yeah. Rami Malek, uh, Emma Thompson. We got John Cena, Antonio Banderas. So, you know. It does voice in everything, but Craig, doesn't actually act in anything. Craig Robinson. I like Craig. Craig's a funny guy, yeah. and he has a, a good animated voice. So That's true. Like, it's, it's not a movie I'm really excited about. I probably won't go see it. The first Eddie Murphy one was a good family film, but... We will not be reviewing it uh, on Screen Heroes. It's so. just... Sorry to disappoint. I was, well, Derek and Rachel might be. I won't be. I was I, more I'm excited not. when Robert Downey Jr. was attached to be the wizard in the Wizard of Oz prequel, The Great and Powerful Oz, mm-hmm. and that went by the wayside pretty fast, so uh, no. it's. I'm probably not going to see it, and I probably wouldn't enjoy you it. You thing. You can, you can go see these I mean, it depends when it comes out. Anything, but so. we do. We do go see random movies, but we still are, are going to see ones that we are interested in. Like, we saw Captive State. And yeah, but, and like, even mild. You're telling me there's well, zero it, it depends. In Hang on. Movie. No. It depends when it comes out. Like, this month, for example, in April, there are six movies we will be seeing in theaters already. And you get three movies a week. You know? Yeah, but we don't have time for three movies a week. Sure and that's do. what AMC's betting on, of course. Right. So and that's fine. I'm not complaining about the program. I'm just saying that, like, if it came out this month, I don't think we'd be seeing it. If it, okay. you know, comes out in January. It is a lot this month. I've seen, you know, I've seen three this month. Well, with with uh, Endgame, I think it'll be three. And that's a lot for me. So just Shazam, Hellboy and Endgame. Mm hmm. There you go. I don't have the AMC thing like you guys do. Although this month I should have <laughs> just paid for it. Right? Once. <laughs> yeah. Just for one month. So, you know, I get it. Hello, Midnight. Midnight's joined us in chat. I, li- I like that. It's good. Yeah. Friendly face. Friendly screen name. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I face. Um, all right. So what else we got? Okay. So I forget his real name and I am forgetting his um, character name on Game of Thrones. But they cast the Batman in <laughs> the Titans. And it's mm. the guy who wants Daenerys, but she is the so not interested in. Thing, yeah. Yeah. 
she is so not interested in this guy, and you can tell like he's got little puppy eyes for her, and I feel really bad. He just kind of got puppy eyes in general. He does. It'll he look does. Interesting behind yeah. a cowl. Although I don't, we don't know. They know they cast him as Bruce Wayne. We don't know if he's actually exactly. Show up as he may not show up as the I hope bat. He doesn't. So Ian Glenn. Okay. Thank that's you. Yeah, that's. We should remember that. Um, I got that. Well, it is spelled a little unique. It's I A I N. Oh, that's how my brother spells his middle name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's like the Celtic way to do it. It seems odd though that he wouldn't play Batman because they are, they've already shown Batman in Titans. No, they showed a like weird vision that Robin had that was not Batman. I mean, it was I mean, a a uh, a vision of. <laughs> whatever his dark batman looks like sure i just i feel like they've already steered into that so you might as well just let him be batman my problem is putting batman in that show and i had this argument with a few other friends of mine putting batman in that show is going to take away from everything else there's you can't have batman in a show and not have it be a batman show look at gotham right that was supposed to be a jim jim gordon show and as soon as that bruce wayne was in it and started being a decent actor everybody was like oh let's see more batman and it's you know if they do it like like they did with Doom Patrol where it was like a backdoor pilot or like it's just an introduction a spinoff into his, his own show then that would be okay with me, but I I just don't think having I think he's just going to pull the focus away from what the show is supposed to be. I mean he certainly could. I think that's it's very possible, but I think it can be done. I mean you look at a show like Young Justice or something like that where they focus on it's a little different. I mean it's an animated, version, animated show. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think it's possible. I, I think it's possible to reference the bigger characters, you know? I mean, they could screw it Reference up. Reference is different than having the character be an active part of the show. Well, I'm not saying an active part of the show. He could be in an episode or two where they have to go back to Gotham for something. You well, know? then everybody's going to be like, why didn't he just, why didn't Batman just come up and save him every time they're in a fight? You I mean, know Supergirl I mean? Like, managed to do it with Superman. You don't agree? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Okay, never mind. We'll, we won't open that that door. But I, for, with the promotion of, um, Jason Todd to, you know, series regular, then I imagine it's he Batman's not going to be a part of the show in a large. Construct. I, I want it to be Bruce Wayne. Like if, right, I'd be like, much more. I'd be much more interested to see his take on Bruce Wayne. I and, think well, that's that fair. Yeah. Dick Grayson at this time, like he could use a face to face with this man because yeah. we saw how much emotional damage he's going through. Not as so. Batman, because as Batman, it's just gonna be cause more emotional. It wouldn't, damage, yeah, probably. It wouldn't go very well, but yeah. Also, I'm more excited to see them continue the storyline with Raven, of course, and uh, Wonder Girl. Wonder Donna Girl Troy. Was cool, yeah, but so, like, I feel like you know Beast Boy didn't really get his. Uh, he didn't. He could only season. turn into a tiger sometimes. Like, and also he didn't really get a storyline. No, so that would be probably Raven. Yeah, you know, we talked about it. it was was kind of cool, but she wasn't a highlight for me. Starfire. Oh, I agree. And, uh, well, Dick Grayson was my favorite part of it. So knowing Dick that Grayson they're going to expand. Yeah. on him is a good thing in my opinion and at this point anything like that that they bring in i'm looking at is possibly like looking at po- moving them to their own show too right. because you know if this guy does a great job as batman or bruce wayne or whatever and everybody's like oh i want to see more of him it seems likely that they could go that route you know i'm sure he's on a contract to do more than you know an episode and a half of t- titans or something like that so. right okay so let's stick with dc birds sure. of prey officially wrapped production and it is actually called 
uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Which I kind of hate Harley Quinn. Because... Or the Emancipation of the Fantabulous Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the logo is really cool, though. Like it uh, is. they showed like the director's chair or whatever, uh, and the logo looks really neat. It, but then that it's fabulous, fabulous anticipation, whatever emancipation. I mean, it, it's almost nonsensical because nobody's going to call it that. No, right? No one's ever going to call it that. Movie theaters are going to put that in their their key, your, their cues or anything. I'm like actually that. looking forward to calling it Bop. <laughs> like just Bop. <laughs> okay. sure. that's better than you know the full title. It, yeah. I feel like that's a straight up Margot Robbie take on Harley Quinn and a silly addition. And I don't mind silly additions at all, but that just shows I'm me it's not kind of a Harley movie. That, it, right. And that's kind I'm of like. why not just have a Harley movie like she's great enough. That's what you're going to do. Don't call it Birds of Prey. Like, exactly. you know, that's supposed to be about the Birds of Prey. Like, yeah, I don't know. you could have had a backdoor pilot. Or uh, I well, guess crossover for Basically, Suicide Squad was a you know a test of how people responded <laughs> then, to Harley. And, then just do a Harley yeah, movie. Like, to, I don't know. Yeah, which is it, it bumps me out because the the birds actually look like really cool, yeah. and I'm very eager to see all of them. Yeah, who isn't excited to see Black Canary? You know, in live action for Cassie Kane Batgirl. Movie. Like yeah. I never thought we were it's gonna see cool. her. Like let's pick the one bat that completely covers their face no eyes no mouth completely anonymous and that's the one you go with like that's very far-fetched and a really unique choice so i mean we don't know that that's what she'll look like though yeah i, I can't imagine they're gonna cover yeah. her whole face but I it's want just a unique to. character there's yeah. like over 15 members of the bat family and you could have chosen about five of them and they go with that one so it's a very specific choice some of those are it's kind of a stretch to say they're in the bat family outside of their name <laughs> they don't really want You're to right. be associated bat- with any of any of the bat family that woman doesn't really hang out with anybody she does in the comics now but. She's warmed up to a few people, but she'd still rather cozy up to a few other. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's like Detective Montoya. Sure. Yeah. I just met in the, in the comics more recently. She's worked with Bruce um, on a very odd team of people that include some weird bad guys. It's strange. Right. But <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Um, we have what else? Uh, they have announced on DC universe that they are developing a new Constantine series with Matt Ryan. Yes. Who played Constantine on the NBC he show. Currently plays him on the legends of tomorrow show. So I'm assuming it won't be a reboot then. Cause that, 
seems like a weird waste of content, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. The Constantine show, I know you guys never watched it, but I thought it was actually pretty decent. And when they moved them to Legends, I thought it was... Uh, we all, I think you guys watched the Arrow crossover with him, right? And he was good there when they brought him into the CW-verse. But yes. moving into the DC universe where he can curse and smoke... Um, and crossover with Swamp Thing. And crossover with Swamp Thing. <laughs> that's where Constantine was born in the comics, was, was in Swamp Thing. So mm-hmm. It um, might be fun if they did some type of... I guess it wouldn't really be a pilot if it's a continuation, but they could you know backdoor him in Swamp Thing at some point. I just want them to do the storyline where Abby gives birth to Swamp Thing's baby that she had got impregnated into her through Constantine when Swamp Thing took over Constantine that's and had sex with her. Weird, yeah, they're gonna weird do that storyline you want. Yeah, that's, that's the first three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't be a, a dark DC storyline they could go with. I mean, I don't know. It'd be it's, the weirdest one ever done on television. I can say that. Oh, no. There's plenty of like weird. I impregnate you through the like in the, superhero TV. Not in superhero TV, but like that's a straight up CW. This has been on Supernatural and Vampire Diaries and like weird stuff like that. So I mean, Supernatural is getting to the Simpsons first. point. Yeah, we're like you know, if you're on long enough, you've done everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got our first look at Star Girl a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She looks really cool. A lot of people are really like shitting on her, saying that she looks too much like Captain America. And I'm like, man, you guys know that her character was around like right at the same time. She looks exactly like the comic book version of her character. Like, it's probably the most comic book accurate in the DC universe lineup right now. So, Mm -hmm. um, if you didn't hear it, Swamp Thing comes out May 31st. I think we talked about that last week. Right. So, that is shocking to me. (laughs) I have seen nothing for it. Like, we have a title card. Like, not even a poster. Just yeah. a title card. You know? We have no idea what he, what Swamp Thing looks like. We have no idea what even any of the characters look like. Right. We have very little casting we haven't even, I don't think we've seen Abby Arcane or no. anything, really. Like, there's no information about this show. Well, we so. did share the casting for Swamp Thing. But, like, we haven't seen anybody right. in character. That's right. You know? Like, they could have done an Abby character poster like they do, you know? And it had, like, a tease of Swamp Thing in the back or whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah he has some... You know, whatever. But... They haven't done anything. It does mean that Doom Patrol's like close to wrapping. Like we're almost done with this crazy weird ass <laughs> show. There's a lot to be said. Like about there's that. a lot of weird shows on now. People are adapting some odd fiction out there, but, but Doom Patrol's got to be the weirdest. It's right up there. Yeah, I I'm just nervous about Swamp Thing because you'd Me think too. they'd be teasing it at this point. You know, um, a trailer, anything, anything, a poster. Would be nice at this point just to see a character. The only know? thing that gives me any faith is is James Wan. Yeah, I mean, right. as, as far as the names that I've seen attached to it, that's the only one that's given me any kind of hope. Otherwise, I would be very panicky too. And we don't know a whole lot about how production works for these DCU shows. You know, it's not quite the same as like a WB production. They have announced. Theaters, I mean, it's been they, we've known about it for a long yeah. time. So it's chances are it's been in production for a while. We just we haven't really seen a lot of like behind the scenes stuff. But maybe or, they're doing that on purpose. You know, guess, but it seems weird, right? I yeah. mean, even like Endgame had some behind the scenes stuff. You know what I mean? Well, Endgame's also a movie, not on a streaming net platform, sure. or anything like that. I so. just meant like what, probably the most secretive production in recent years. Sure. And we well, except got... their forty minutes, forty minutes of leaked footage. Well, that was but, not on know. purpose. You know, 
True. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes, I get what you're trying to say, but <laughs> what can you do with a streaming service like this? Like you would think that maybe they would have teased in Doom Patrol, like they do with Titans and Doom Patrol. You know, tease the next show. But I, I mean, mean, Swamp Thing would at this point fit right in with the Doom Patrol from what I've seen. So you would think that Swamp Thing would be a selling point because maybe Doom Patrol wasn't. Maybe you saw Doom Patrol, you're like, I have no idea who these characters are. I'm not spending the money on a service for that. But Swamp Thing, I mean, most people have heard of that character. He had a TV show. He had a show. And a movie, I think. You know? Pretty sure he had a movie. I don't remember the movie. Yeah. I remember the show. I used yeah. to watch the show. So, like, tons of people are familiar with that character. So you would think people would sign up to see Swamp Thing. You know? There's a lot of hardcore fans out there. But, yeah, it's, I wouldn't say he's, like, a mainstream character or anything. But people still have to know that he's getting a show. Right. Right? And we know, but we barely know anything about it. And that's us. So I would imagine the average TV watcher may not even know a show is happening in May. It's true. You know? And you can't sign up if you don't know there's something you want to watch. True. Anything else on DC? I really don't think so. Shazam had a decent second week, led the box office. Yeah, it was like uh, 24, 25, something like that. So it's considered successful, I think, at this point, or very close. I mean, I think it's considered successful, but I don't think it's considered a, you know, blockbuster until it hits 300 million or something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't see this being considered a box office blockbuster. Shazam, I just don't think it's got those types of legs. But in terms of a, like a, a monetary success for the studio, I think it's already past that point. Yeah, I mean it's at two sixty worldwide. Yeah, almost two sixty and a half. And when you figure um, it on probably, a budget of one hundred. Yeah, it probably had another thirty or forty million in advertising. So I mean, it's made its money back quite a bit. You know, yeah. quite a bit more at this point. It's at ninety six and a third uh, domestically. So by this coming weekend, it'll break a hundred million. Yeah. You know, I would imagine because and I'm, then it will start not making anything. <laughs> well, nothing will make anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, because every single screen in the country will be showing Endgame the following week. So it's true. But I think uh, that's it for DC. I don't know. I just... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, then does that does that leave us with all the Disney stuff? So we should probably take a break before we do the Disney stuff. Okay. Is there anything yeah, else we want to cover? I don't think so. I will double check here. I'm going to. Um, I could give notes. a little bit of Star Trek news for those who do not listen to Red Shirts and Runabouts. If yeah. You're, if you're interested. Um, so Jonathan Frakes, who played William Riker on Star Trek The Next Generation, confirmed that he uh, is returning to Star Trek Discovery in season three. He'll be directing at least two episodes of season three and. He has confirmed he is directing uh, episodes three and four, what they're calling blocks three and four of the Star Trek Picard untitled series. So he is going to be involved in that, which is pretty cool. Which is only CBS All Access from what I was reading. Yes. Uh, well, in the United States, if you're outside of the United States, that changes. Uh, Canada gets it on, I believe it's Space TV. And then everybody else gets it on Netflix. I can tell you that so. the people that are in my life that I'm close to that are Star Trek fans, other than you, <laughs> are pretty irritated with the CBS All Access thing. They want to watch Discovery, but they don't want a, another streaming service. They want to watch Picard's show, but they don't want it at that streaming service, so I, they're I, not getting it. I mean, look, I understand that frustration. Um, I, at the same time, know that Discovery just couldn't be made on CBS. It's eight to nine million an episode, you know, and there's just there's no way to support that on network television anymore. You know, it's just it's like Game of Thrones. It costs about the same amount per episode um, and you got to pay for HBO. You know, Um, CBS All Access is cheaper than HBO. Sure. uh, Cheaper than Stars. Cheaper than Showtime. Um, But, you know, 
I, I get that frustration. I do. But it's just one of those things where I can't say this for the Picard show because I don't know what that looks like yet. But for Discovery, there's just there's no way to do that without a premium network. So, but, you know, there's other things. There's Twilight Zone now. Um, yeah. Which, which is great. Which my girlfriend who's interested in Discovery but isn't getting CBS all access for that and Picard, but she isn't getting CBS all access for that. Also said that um, she was po- interested in Twilight Zone. I don't know if those three shows are enough to get her to subscribe, but um yeah i mean I maybe we'll see i mean it's one of those things where most of the trekkies that i've talked to who've had a problem with it and i'm not ta- speaking for your people ryan but just people i've talked to who are complaining about paying for cbl cbs all access have bought the physical versions of everything too and i mean you could spend eight bucks and watch all of discovery you know in a month or spend 60 bucks on the blu-ray for season one you know um it kind of just depends well my parents can't stream so. that's their problem with it they don't uh, have well, bandwidth to stream so that's a big problem screwed yeah that's and, a and you uh, can't really can you get it on blu-ray is it out on any kind the of first season media is. the first season I, I have the the first season um you could do that i know that it's available at certain libraries um yeah. as well you know if that I was something they're but, interested in that <laughs> i mean i'm just saying well, yeah, i'm trying to provide, there's an option. provide options I on blu-ray yeah like I, I the streaming thing we have we have some infrastructure problems for our internet in the united states especially uh, in the more rural oh, areas it's, it's, it sucks it's a problem yeah. it's not just for streaming shows but for gamers and, and things like that too so that i feel their pain that's yeah. that's a bummer yeah i would not want to live out there not be able to stream it or anything or have crap internet all the time yeah that's not for me um anyway anything else before we take a break i mean we've gotten to see some photos from the charlie's angel new movie with a uh, Elizabeth Banks Drew directing. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, Bill Lucy Murray. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Kristen Stewart and Naomi Scott and one other woman I'm not really remembering. You named the two that I could remember, so <laughs> I don't remember the third one either. Um, but the the set photo is like colorful and it looks like might be a little gay. Like maybe might be just a little LGBT and good for them. Like. Sounds fun. I feel like the old one kind of gave off some of those vibes too. Yeah, but, um, a little bit. I never watched the the original original. So well, that was just a masturbatory fantasy, and I think that's why these the movies get so much hate is because with the Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz movie, it was clearly about like girl power and taking charge right. kind of thing, and uh, the old ones weren't. It was about you know three women in high heels tracking things down in this like voice or uh this disembodied head gives them commands and zordon yes were they the first power rangers all the time yeah they (laughs) did all the time and they don't really do that now so that's fair i think that you know having women take over female franchises just kind of irks people sometimes <laughs> i love elizabeth banks so i'm excited to uh, to see what she does with it i think it's gonna be funny the problem is like they use women to make gender bent or gender swapped reboots all the time and you're never gonna have people be a fan of those you know like in the end i want to see female stories but i don't want to have to fight to their defense all the time so just you know make new ones or reboot franchises that were already women and did like horribly Charlie's Angels. like or don't use it as a gimmick 
Yeah, right? like, like the Ghostbusters one where they it had to be for female. Like if those well, were legitimately the best comedians they could find, then I'm on board with it. But if you we know out for a stage, fact that that came. It, it happened that way because Bill Murray flat out recommended that we have the interview where he said, this is what I want. And that's why Kristen Wiig was cast sure. too. Cause but, but, if, but they could still have made it without the, Bill Murray's blessing. Every, like, wow. was he that well, big yeah, an addition of to the movie? No, no. But, but like, I think Ocean's 8 worked. I thought I never the, saw that the one, premise so. for that worked really well. Um, I never saw Ocean's 12 or 13. I just saw Ocean's 11, the remake, of course, is the one I'm referring to. And uh, I thought Ocean's 8 was really fantastic. Well, the current so. one is The Hustle and uh, with Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. And the trailer looks like any other mediocre comedy trailer, but because they reference the fact that it's a reboot or a remake of dirty rotten scoundrels it gets hate for no reason like it could just be another run-of-the-mill i didn't know it was useless a comedy anything yeah i didn't realize that yeah so did not make that connection <laughs> well like i didn't really either but it it flat out says that it, you know it is so I believed you. I just didn't know. <laughs> it makes me sad that like things like the Jim and the Holograms movie didn't do better because that is a female-led franchise. It always has been, and it could have been really amazing, but it just wasn't. So yeah, yeah, it happens. I'm not necessarily the the only one on board with like, oh well, we have to make our own stories. We have to create new characters, but it seems to be working as of late. To just create new stuff. So who thought that creating new stuff would be a good thing to do? Well, in comic books, it's risky. In comic books, it's not easy. New characters fall by the wayside all the time, whereas new iterations of them get. Well, yeah, when you change the redheaded character to a black character, and then all of a sudden all the redheads feel like they're left out of their... uh... All right, so on that note, so uh, we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, we'll be talking about all of the Disney announcements, which also will include some Marvel and Star Wars news. Mm -hmm. So we will be right back. The Heroes Podcast Network is expanding with a brand new show, Kaiju Curry House. Three guys from the UK will be bringing you a fortnightly show premiering on the 9th of April 2019. Our show will be discussing everything relating to kaiju, our childhood memories of discovering kaiju, our hopes of upcoming kaiju movies, where to get merchandise, lesser known kaiju movies, games that star giant monsters, comics, books, TV shows, art. Did I miss anything? So, we invite you to listen to our ramblings, embrace your love of kaiju, and be part of the show. Drop us a line on Twitter at UK Kaiju and support us at patreon.com forward slash heroes podcasts. Okay, so we are All right. back. <laughs> what do we want to talk about? Well, let's do the Disney Plus MCU stuff. So, well, I guess we can talk about the one Disney Plus thing that is not MCU or Star Wars, and that is the live action. <laughs> no, that sounds amazing. Oh. No, sorry, that's what Bummer. not what I was thinking about because there's not much that's details on it. About. Like he he just travels the world and he bees Jeff Goldblum. Well, that so, sounds perfect to me. So may, I mean, maybe we should start at the beginning because they did announce a bunch of platform stuff for Disney Plus, and some people okay. may not know the, think, the details. Do people really care about. I mean, that? things like cost and the library. That, so I it's, thought you meant like you can get it on Roku. No, I don't. Okay. I don't mean that. It's <laughs> six ninety nine a month, which is che- like one of the cheapest platforms out there. Or uh, seventy dollars a year, which brings yes. that price down even more. Um, it will include every Disney 
animated feature ever made. All of them. Which on, is not a selling point. On me. day one. It's a selling point to a lot I, of people. I, I absolutely <laughs> believe that. Um, especially, you know, over the years, Disney has kind of taken advantage of the, quote, Disney vault, where they would release, some, you know, the Diamond Edition of 101 Dalmatians, and then it would magically disappear again. They'd lock it away in the vault, which I always thought was a sketchy practice. This is the exact opposite of that. They are giving everybody everything. Um, which is pretty cool. It will also support offline play, which is something that Netflix did not get until the last year or so. And even that, it's not on everything. Right. And I mean, Hulu, to my knowledge, doesn't does not have that. I don't, um, so. I, don't I don't believe CBS All Access does either. So it's a big deal. It's going to have that day one. So with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of content. It's supposed to be on basically every device. Uh, they're even looking at putting it on Nintendo Switch, which I guess if you have offline could be kind of cool, actually. So, um, yeah. So I just wanted to get that part out there. That's that's totally fair. Like it's coming very fast and hard. With um, yeah, I know. I said a lot of things phrasing. I know, but it's making itself competitive. It has a lot of content on there, just ready to go for the entire family, including. Everything MCU, everything um, so Star Wars. There's some delays. Right. Of course, the Netflix shows won't be on there for like quite some time. They have to like buy the content back kind of thing. Yeah, Agents and, of S.H.I.E.L.D. won't be on there. Right. The, some of the Cloak and Dagger Star Wars and movies. Uh, Runaways. But every MCU movie will be on there starting with when they expire Captain Marvel. When they when they exp- yeah, um, there's going to be some some Thor Ragnarok and I think Infinity War are both still going to be on Netflix for and, well uh, actually I'm not sure because it, com- it comes out in September or something uh, right? November twelfth okay well so right now the 2016 stuff has expired they oh, have everything okay. so from 2017 um, or no maybe not even everything from 2017 because Homecoming yeah. has expired as well so you know I think it, right now Black Panther. Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok and Infinity War are still up there, but Captain Marvel will never see Netflix. Right, right. That's the first one that's not going to be on Netflix mm-hmm. at all. Um, so yeah, but the Star Wars movies get a little bit complicated. Uh, one of the things that Disney got when they bought 20th Century Fox is the rights to the original franchise, the original trilogy, uh, which Fox owned the rights to until really 2019, 2020, and then forever for the original film. They had perpetual rights, which was a special deal. Um, so the originals will be available on the platform basically on day one, but the newer ones that are on Netflix, you're gonna have to wait. So that's okay. You know, we're, we're getting a lot right away. Is it going to be the actual originals or the remat or the ones with like Lucas, Lucasfilm editions? I, I would assume it's the Blu-rays, um, which so is we not, still don't get the original originals. I, no, look, don't get me wrong. I think that they should. And I think most people would be there at day one to buy those myself included i just don't see 
that happening in the short term because put it on the streaming platform like what the only all it takes is an upload to their server and then they're good to go you know like come yeah on. It, it's Even a quality issue though on. like and i i can show you sometime if you want to see what they look like today on a modern tv but the the original uh non-anamorphic trilogy does not on vhs no on disc okay i didn't know they ever released the actual original on disc so yeah if you bought the limited edition dvds uh there was a second disc of special features and on the special features each one had the corresponding film in a non-anamorphic unedited version which was the theatrical cut and that's what i watched those are the versions that i watch but they don't look so great on modern televisions so because they haven't been cleaned up. They're not uh, anamorphic or anything like that. And so they just uh, don't scale that well. Um, I don't think Disney would want people watching them in that quality. They would have to up convert them. Mm. So interesting, which would be pretty easy now that they own the rights to it. Right. But will they? I mean, who knows? Yeah. So while we're on Star Wars, let's talk about nine episode. Uh, Nine now has a title, and we got a teaser trailer that was fairly revealing. It's called The Rise of Skywalker, and everybody's wondering if this is about Rey or if this is about uh, Kylo, because it could be. Or if this is not about either of them. That, the yeah, a mysterious character that they're just now introducing. I think it should well, be about I mean, them. See, I have this theory that maybe they're getting rid of the term Jedi, because Luke in the last movie said that... Uh, the Jedi should die or whatever. And that, that instead of having like gray Jedi, they're going to use the term Skywalker moving forward for, for that type of uh, character. And so the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Derek hate would it. hate that <laughs> so much. But, oh my uh, God. I, I don't know. It's, which would make it. Not I never really liked the idea but. of gray Jedi because you could also say gray Sith as well, and sure. it, it means I mean, the it exact same. A, it was just a term, right? Of course. Yeah. Well, it, well, fans came up with it, mm-hmm. and the it's EU came right. So, so here's the thing: that this is supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. That's been confirmed by Lucasfilm and Disney. So, to carry on the name Skywalker in future films for like the Force users just seems like. Why? Uh, because seems, something like the, the seems size desperate. of destroying I don't Death know. Stars and things like that wouldn't affect the entire universe. But that's what right? happens. What we mean? name things after people all the, the time. The, the Skywalker name in the movies has done so much oh. and been a big part of the entire universe, including destroying the Empire twice, basically, and uh, possibly three times with this movie. And, you know, <sighs> I, I'm just saying, like, it seems to reason that you would have them make... Isn't it just semantics just to rebrand it? I mean, maybe. I don't know. It feels I mean, like it's it, just a rebrand. I don't love that idea. I'm just <laughs> going to throw that out there, but I it could be something along those lines. Okay. I well, would I would tend to more side with the fact that it's going to be Ben and uh since that's the only Skywalker that we know that's still alive really and Unless Ray is too, because JJ Abrams is back and is going to retcon the last Jedi. Maker Kenobi. That would be better. That would be interesting. Um yeah, so I don't know. Title's fine. I don't really have a strong opinion either way about the title. I we don't really know much yeah. about it yet. Uh, trailer was fine. I actually liked the trailer. I thought a te- or teaser or whatever. It was it was, it was so cool. Good. Like the, yeah. the stuff they showed was neat. It was enough to make you go, "Was that Palpatine?" You and know, it is. It is. Yeah. Confirmed, confirmed. It is. Not sure how I feel about that. Um, I don't. I'm like a let's burned just out. let's just bring everybody back from the dead. <laughs> we'll just have everybody there. Like, everybody, let's just get that out there. 
right? Like Jedi can turn into Force ghosts. Yeah, of course. So why can't Sith? Like they have no, the they, exact they, same powers. In canon, they can't. Why? Because they're so focused because they on had physical on, on a physical manifestation of themselves. Mm. It's but I I don't know. I imagine <laughs> it's going to be like his presence is still in the Death Star or something, and so like. The f- he kind of lives through the force, but he can't manifest a ghost. Or something. I hope they I call it like a force poltergeist or a force spirit or something. I, I mean, like, there's a lot of rumors it. that Darth Plagueis is involved, right. and you know, he, there could be some. It'd be cool to have that finally pay off, you know? Yeah, like, that was a weird thing to just kind of throw out in the prequels and then never have come back. Like, never. that for me would be far more interesting than actually bringing Palpatine back. I think it could be He's really. like. He's, it's just like going to be a, a manifestation of something, like a, a force or something. It's not going to be the character. You're not going to see the emperor like coming out of the wreckage. <laughs> I'd be more well, interested in seeing like Snoke actually become something instead of like. So they, they, there is a rumor that maybe Snoke is Plagueis, Darth Plagueis. And well, that was a rumor back. Yeah. But like now that's people are starting to think that with Palpatine's return and, and, kylo being like the leader now of this group and everything that that's gonna be the the payoff at this point so we'll see you know whatevs um, either way the scene with her in the in the tie bomber was cool yeah um it's kind of funny because jj abrams really likes spaceships that aren't in space and just like go two feet from the ground for some reason <laughs> like that x-wing shot in yeah, the force awakens it's a beautiful shot yeah though. it's like what, what's this obsession with a ship that is has to fly like over the ground and can't fly in the air like i mean Semechus did this so much long ago yeah like, it's it's not just jj abrams but and, and no Semechus did, did this with a car like a hover car like yeah, that's so true. much better I mean, my, my problem with that scene, like, first off, you're, you're totally right. But even if it, he doesn't want to shoot her from above and wants to have a straight shot, he still has a straight shot from a pretty right. far distance. I mean, I think I feel like it's a training scene because there's no other reason why a spaceship wouldn't have just shot her or done something. Because everybody been like, why is this going? On? It's got to be like her training or doing something like so that. So they stole a TIE fighter? Well, I'm, it looks like Kylo, and I so I'm guessing that they're working together to train or something, and that's Kylo's – I'm sure that's Kylo's ship. I don't know. I mean, I, I get that it's supposed to be Kylo's ship. I don't see how they could have gotten from the end of The Last Jedi to training together sometime <laughs> in The Rise of Skywalker. Who knows? Guys. It's Star Wars. I know, but, you know, there's <laughs> other stuff to discuss, and we Is have that? a Star Wars podcast on the we network do. that – let yeah but we don't right, get to guest right. on that one we, so i know they never station. have us on join check out echo station don't check uh, out echo station. they're gonna them, speculate tell them you want it. us to talk about it on screen heroes instead <laughs> they're gonna cover all the star wars news from star wars celebration uh but you know we can actually talk about stuff in the trailer like the fact that they had han's metal mm-hmm. and it was or in Chewies, we don't know right or luke's we it's, don't know it's in a female's hands they panned to ray right beforehand but it's completely different. Like it, it's probably like it's a different Leia's, cut. Clearly, it's probably Leia's hands, right? Or it's it supposed to be Leia's hands. Yeah, right. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, they could have a hand double, but it's probably supposed <laughs> yeah. to be Leia. David Duchovny, so the, hand model. Yeah, I, I know Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah, yeah for reference to another movie. I mean, I could tie Star Wars into Star Trek with this. No, Pic- Picard used a hand double when he played the Reskin flute at the end of the Inner Light. 
You said you could, and then you kept going. I said I did. I said I could, and then I did. David Bowie used a hand double for his gravity juggling scene in uh, Labyrinth. Maybe we should do an episode that's just hand doubles. Michael Motion. God, guys, I'm losing control. It's gone. That's gone. Yeah, there's no losing. It was an illusion. Control's an illusion. So what do you guys think about the Mandalorian uh, behind-the-scenes shots with I didn't watch. I guess there was a sizzle reel that wasn't really released. It was just like a video of a video, and I kind of watched some of that. But then I was like, "This is kind of dumb." I don't. I, I didn't watch the video. Out. I, I just saw uh, the photos that they released of. It looks Car- cool. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Carl by Weathers it. looks amazing. I'm so happy to see him doing something cool because it's been a while since he's been. They did reveal this is right after or five years after return of the jedi five years after return of the jedi so it's in between episode six and episode seven which i mean there's like 25 years yeah, 35 like years i forget if it's a 30 year that's or 40 a year good jump, chunk but... to play with you know sure. much better than rogue one where it was like um a week right 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 why wouldn't you do it in uh, old republic times when you have four thousand years but whatever i'm not bitter. kathleen kennedy confirmed know, that there were they're developing a knights of, of the, the old republic, republic era film yeah. Well, they didn't say film. She they said just have film. a project. They said project. Yeah. The, the, so it may be a show. Okay. The, our, the I think a, I a film would be a lot of fun. Project specifically. Okay. I think a film would be a lot of fun. I'd well, rather anyway. it be a Netflix series or something. Not Netflix, Disney Plus, whatever. That yeah. kind of series personally because they can do a lot more than an hour and a half movie. Sure. Um, and I don't think the budget is really necessary. You know, they don't need a movie size budget to do it. So, well, I mean, they do though. Like I was saying, like once one season of Star Trek Discovery costs ninety to a hundred million dollars. Yeah, well, but so Star does Trek Game Discovery. of Thrones. Like it, it all right. is so perspective of the story. Star Trek is much cleaner and nicer. Star Star Wars, they can just throw dirt on everything, and it's nice. <laughs> you know, it's but perfect. you have more, you have more stuff that's not like here. You know, you have the, more aliens, more the Mandalorian. What was the budget for that? I can't imagine it was the anywhere show? near. I don't know what uh, uh, yeah. Star Trek Discovery cost. I'm well, we should find sure out. And then that. there were also new, a little bit of news. Uh, Alan Tudyk's coming back as K two S O. Yeah, in, in the, the Cassian, Cassian show, which I don't really know why that's a thing, but it's I, fine. Like, I'll, like I'll watch it, but it's just I'm a weird more choice. interested in the adventures of K two S O, like right? how he got. The droid, how he converted it to be a rebel droid instead of a Sith droid or an Empire droid, excuse me. So I'm more interested in that than I am Cassian. Like yeah. he was the most vanilla, vanilla. Yeah, really not yeah. that exciting. I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan and I can't be excited, really yeah. excited for that. I wish they would have followed uh, Chirrut. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more from, from his character. That would have been a much better pick. Right. But whatever, Guardian of the Jedi Temple and like yeah, you know, blind. And uh, I would have liked them to confirm he, right that he is basic Force user. Like, yeah. is a Jedi? Isn't a Jedi? Like, I, I don't yeah. care. I, I just would have liked to have some resolution on that. And we'd get more about the crystals mm-hmm. that way, and yeah. yeah, we're already writing a better story right. than like, Cassian. On. Like, what are you gonna do with Cassian? Get right, seriously. So, um. Actually, it's a hundred million dollars for ten episodes. Okay. Well, I bet that most of that went to the director. <laughs> directors, because director is Taiko Waititi doing one of those episodes? Well, I don't know if he's directing. He's a character. I thought he was also directing. I, I mean, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah. But I they mean, they have some big name people attached to it. So, 
um, it's it's cool to see all these other directors that they're bringing. As much as I love, love John Favreau, but uh, I mean, Taika Waititi did one of my favorite, you know, MCU movies. I mean, oh, sure. so did Favreau. Yeah, so did Favreau. Like, <laughs> like uh, they have good people. Disney is really locking down. Like, well, and Favreau's the, the showrunner for it, right? So you know, he, so it's, it's his vision overall. Right. Yeah, and Favreau's done some pretty impressive stuff between Jungle Book and now Lion King. Anyway, mm-hmm. so like. It, Disney is giving him some really great projects, and I have a feeling Watiti and Gunn and the Russo brothers are going to follow. Yeah. Well, the Russo, Russo brothers are moving on to their own thing now, yeah. the MGM thing. Yeah. But. but I appreciate that they are giving The Mandalorian a, a budget that's comparable to other shows. Sure. You know, because we'll be mm-hmm. curious. I'll be curious to see how that looks for you. Because yeah. I'm not watching Star Trek Discovery to compare the two of those to see sure. if the budget looks the same on the screen or not. Yeah, I, I will be very curious. I mean, from what we've seen so far, it looks good. It looks like it belongs, right. you know, so it's off to a good start from that standpoint. Yeah, except uh, it looks like the main Mandalorian blew all his budget on his helmet and like... <laughs> well, that's his no, own problem. Like, when you go to Mandalorian camp and right. you make your armor, True. like, you yeah, have... to balance the budget, Exactly. Buddy. Get some shin guards, <laughs> you know. Get something, to, get, that get, is get something to cover your stomach. And cosplay your 101, man. Dude, yeah. doesn't even know. No, I'm not wearing hockey pants. That All was right. horrible. Don't ever do that again. You can do that You're again. You're horrible. <laughs> you shouldn't do that again. I didn't do it in the first place. All right. So Clone Wars is coming back. Yeah. Ahsoka is going to be in it. I'm so excited about cool. that. Because um, last we saw her, she was like Ahsoka the White. So like yeah. she was Gandalf all of a sudden. And she found a ball, ball So rock. great. She did. She did. She did. She talks to butterflies. Uh, Ahsoka's on my list to do this year. I oh, really want to do that cosplay. Know that, uh, I know you guys have some Liku. Yeah. Liku. I don't know how you say it. You know, they don't say it Leku. out loud. I don't think it's called that with a Togruta. It is. Is it? Yeah. In the I community. It's called something. Oh, maybe in the community. I don't know yeah, it, if it's actually canon. Call. I don't know what they're called. Honestly. Right. Like, I don't but know. But I thought Leku was just. Uh, just the Twi'leks. Yeah. All right, so we should probably move on to Marvel news. Let's talk Marvel. So uh, an indiscriminate amount of Endgame has been spoiled. Somebody in the Middle East has recorded it and released it. And I've seen everything from five minutes to 20 minutes to the entire film. So The longest I've seen is 40 minutes that somebody's on Reddit said 40 minutes. Most of the people that I think actually saw it on Twitter said it was 20 minutes, but like even in the first five of those 20 minutes, it's it, it, it's a super cut of all the major plot points that happen in the movie uh, throughout the 20 minutes. So even if you just watch five minutes of it, you're going to have a good portion of the movie spoiled. And they did say specifically, this was like movie ruining spoilers. So don't seek it out. Try not to follow the hashtag Endgame on Twitter. Twitter's the worst. Reddit's pretty bad uh, too. They're, they're doing their best to scrub it because that goes against pretty, policies. Like, Shout out to the Reddit admins because on the on the Marvel Cinematic subreddit because those guys have to watch the spoilers to know that it's, it's that's there. what somebody's posting so they can scrub yeah. it. So those guys are taking bullets for everybody else yeah. on Reddit. Look, if you're one of those people who are sharing the stuff and you're not specifically calling out what it is when you're sharing it so people can avoid it, you know, like just stop being a jerk. Well, there's also yeah. people that are just like typing out the plot points and posting. Yeah. Don't do those things. things. Like don't ruin a movie for yeah. people like this. This like, is easily the off, most anticipated film since a force awakens. Well, and you shouldn't ruin any movie for people. No, I agree. Right? It and doesn't matter if it's huge or small, like don't actively go out of your way to spoil. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just, you're just being a jerk to be a jerk. There is a different, like for certain things, spoilers aren't as big of a deal. Like, you know, the Lion King remake. Sure. Or, you know, (laughs) there's, there's non plot ruining spoilers, right? You can get spoilers that Captain America shows up in a Thor movie. Right. Right. But that, but you know, that's an okay spoiler for me because I don't that's a, that's That's kind of a significant spoiler. So one thing I've, uh, I haven't looked, I didn't see what they were, but apparently new Dr. Pepper cans are spoiling something big from Spider-Man home, uh, far from home. That's so, a huge problem. Marketing needs to get on top of this. Stop letting toys release. There is a big toy spoiler that yeah. came out this week too, and I've avoided that somehow. But you're I thought it was here. weird that it's gonna, you're going to see it. I mean, probably. But I I've had it was articles like keep it in, and it's like warning spoilers ahead. These toys were released, so like they don't show the image. I'm very glad that people are being more aware of their actions because I haven't come across the footage i did come across one person who watched it and he was like look we're in for a really good movie because the stuff that i saw like it was great it was fun everything i heard about it said was very positive yeah Yeah, so at least there's that (laughs) it just seems weird for a soda to spoil a movie i've never right like you can't just have a character on a can i don't know what it is i didn't want to know don't want to look i mean i may not be like as excited for far from home as as the next person but i also don't want the movie spoiled so well to (laughs) combat it Today, the directors released a letter just like they did last time where it says Thanos demands your silence. This time it says Avengers request your silence. I actually think that this is just a coincidence because I I think it just, you know, they didn't type that out this morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's just coincidence that it happened to come out at the same day as this huge spoilers, which nobody from Disney has commented on any of the actors, any of the directors, nobody. So it's, I'm sure Disney is going to be filing a lawsuit or some, there's going to be something oh, going on I imagine. with that. There's only so many people that are, have seen the movie, so it's going to be pretty easy to narrow it down. Absolutely. It's a weird situation, though, because at the same time, I feel like Disney is almost spoiling things from the movie by the announcements that they made the last couple of weeks about oh. shows that'll be on Disney Plus. And like, I don't even know if we should like be talking about them because it might be spoiler content. It's valid news, though. Like, yeah, I don't it, think it's... I mean, It's stuff they've released. Well, that, that, yeah, uh, my point is like, it's. I don't think maybe they should have since none of these shows can come out until November anyway. I'm not sure what the big rush was to announce these right, shows. Right, but we don't know that they have anything to do with what's in, in this movie. Like, they could be prequel series. They, there's a lot well, of Well, I mean, they one in particular can't be a prequel series. Okay, well, maybe I'm not... So, so let's talk about it, right? So, there are two big Marvel shows, or three, three big Marvel shows that were announced. Uh, the first one is a What If series. There's four. Four? Oh. Well, no. No, there's way more than that. So, that there is a... That yeah. Are, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go Sounds for like it. He's going to call you out on no, this. No, I go, go ahead. I clearly There's missed some. The Loki show. There's Wanda and Vision. There's um, Wanda Vision. Falcon and uh, Bucky. I can't they're calling it that. There's the What If, and now they they said this uh, a day after the press conference. There's the Hulk She Hulk show. There are five confirmed shows. Okay, so. A lot of that is spoilery because well, I guess the Falcon. Uh, you can't like when would when would Bucky and Falcon have had a right. prequel? You know that just, there wasn't wasn't Maybe a time. Maybe it's her adventures in the Soul Gem. <laughs> Great, <laughs> <laughs> right? So that one seems kind of spoilery. The the Wandavision doesn't have to be because it could be the time in between right. uh, Civil War and Infinity War. That's a possibility. Um, the Hulk She Hulk show certainly seems like it would have to be a sequel. 
because yeah, but I mean, yes. I don't think anybody is really under the impression that the Hulk is going to die. I, I mean, I mean, Mark considering... Ruffalo was in Infinity War. I, I he was one of the that, yeah. uh, like. There was he filmed a dusting. Scene. Yeah, yeah, there was about three or four people that never filmed a dusting scene, and uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans were two of them. Yeah. They they never filmed one, and then there were some that never got to film like a staying alive reaction scene. They just filmed the dusting, so they knew they were going to die, and that was like Sebastian Stan and Elizabeth Olsen, and then there was like five. Like Scarlett Johansson and uh, Mark Ruffalo, who filmed both, and they weren't sure. Chris Pratt was one, so he thought that he might make it out. And, oh, nobody, you don't get to punch Thanos in the face a few times and make it out. Sorry. I think killing off Hulk was a real possibility, though, because Disney doesn't own the rights to doing solo Hulk films. So writing him off is an easy one, because what are you going to do? Continue just to throw him in other people's movies? Yeah. Right? So that would have been an easy character to kill off i think it's not you're right the character itself oh. is not that easy to kill off you know I mean, it's... well i mean i guess it depends what happens in the movie i think there's things sure you know he could have been dusted right he's not immune to being dusted i assume yeah on um, she hulk news this is something i'm very excited about because her character does not lend well to its own movie without another hulk movie um introducing her seems kind of weird and it to me, it would feel very Helen Cho-like. Like, we know that Amadeus Cho was introduced in the Hulk movie the first time around as a student at the college that Betty taught at, but nothing ever came from that, and so Helen Cho was just kind of around in Avengers Age of Ultron, but that character literally could have been anybody else considering they did nothing with her. So Jennifer Walters would be the same this way. She gets character development. She's piggybacked on another uh character that we already know and love mark ruffalo is coming back so this will be like one season and then she's in the movies too i guarantee you they cast like a decent enough star where we have some clout maybe it's not like robert downey jr clout but it'll be some sure but the first what if story is supposed to be what if Peggy Carter had gotten the Super Soldier series. When I actually heard that, I was very excited. But then yes. I remember that it's an animated and not a live action. Yes. So that made me a little less excited. But it's still cool to have that be a canon, th- like canon. But you know what I mean. Like, but Haley Atwell will be back. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll actually have a Peggy suit that's an official Marvel, which mm-hmm. I can't wait to see more of those at cons. I mean, I I'm sure. I hope you jump on that. And you know, oh, I'd love thanks. to see some other people jump on that. Peggy, but. Captain Marvel would, or yeah, Peggy, Captain America would be really cool to do. Peggy is like the OG uh, strong woman in the mm. Marvel universe. Yeah. So, you know, she was Absolutely. out before Black Widow, I think. Wasn't Captain America out before Iron Man 2? No. No. It was not? Yeah. Okay. Iron well, Man 2 is, yeah. Chronologically. Like, she had, <laughs> they set her up, Joe Johnson set her up to play the role of damsel, and the rest of the MCU was not having it. They yeah. were like, no, no, she she can be a lot better than just a damsel. We can expand, and, you know, she got two seasons she, of her own show. She wasn't just a damsel in that movie, She though. wasn't. Like, she was pretty badass in that movie. So. But, I mean, n- neither was really Pepper. Pepper got stuff done. Right. Pepper was actually ultimately responsible for Obadiah Stane's death. It wasn't really Tony. So, you know, they were setting up these quote-unquote damsels to be slightly more than that and seeing where it goes and we're finally getting the pepper payoff and rescue Mm -hmm. we don't know how big or little that is but we know it's coming and you know now we get this and it's gonna be a lot of fun so the loki show 
sounds like it's supposed to be a sequel. Yes. Which again is you know how Spoiling. many times can you kill the guy? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, there's it that kind of makes me much more disinterested in the. Char- I'm like I'm already kind of disinterested in the character because he just dies and comes back and dies and comes <laughs> back and that's not that's not good storytelling. I agree with you. So. Which you is know. why I thought that killing him off in Infinity War the way they great. did was a good end to his character, right? He finally, he dies he trying to do right the right thing, right? But now in that show, like, well, I'm going to, why would I watch a show where I know that there's no stakes at all? Because even if he did die, he'd just come back and... It's a know. difficult situation. Yeah. And so, but again, it's it's kind of spoilery for Endgame. And so, like, I'm... I, I, I'm a it little frustrated a by that. Like, we don't know. First, to be fair. Yeah. I just, how do you do a prequel series about Loki and not have Thor? Why? Who says they don't, aren't going to have, like, Thor so, could be in that. Do yeah, Thor says that actors? he was around for 1,500 years and that he's killed twice as many people as that. And, you know, so they had plenty of time to ta- work with. Yeah. Apart. You know, Loki has some really cool myths in the Norse mythology that they could expand upon before Thor that were all on his own. And if they did that and, you know, use some MCU tie ins, they don't really need Thor. But it's not like Chris Hemsworth is doing a ton outside. Like he's even said he would come back to do more Daryl shorts. Yeah. So I'm sure he might make an appearance in the Loki show. You know, if they could get Samuel L. Jackson to show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. every once in a while, <laughs> then they can get Chris Hemsworth to show up. Sure. I'm not saying they can't. I mean, obviously they could, considering he wants to con- you know, continue and stuff like that. But um, it sounds like, though, I mean, they were they were talking to uh, Kevin Feige and he, he just it makes it sound like the Marvel stuff is supposed to be a pretty significant part of the, quote, post endgame arc. So whatever phase four looks like. Listen, I mean, we know there's going to be a Black Panther, too. We know there's going to be a Doctor Strange, too. That's not any, knowing that that Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to get their own show is not any more spoilery than knowing that Black Panther is going to yeah. have another movie and the Spider-Man is going to have. Another I agree movie. with you. That so. was part of my problem about Infinity War, though, if you remember back. Sure. So. Um, but I mean, I don't. I mean, it's. I don't think it's anything really to you know get up in arms about. I'm or, not up in arms about it. It's it just seems to really bother you. The more that gets announced, the fewer characters are left to be killed off, and it starts to just become well. It's, obvious. Kind of, it's becoming obvious who's killed off. Yeah, yeah. I think all. the shows are ultimately a smart thing because the bridge to tie in the old team to the new team is pretty important, and knowing that we're going to see the end of some heroes. They can't all be the original six that they kill off. Just like, you know, they couldn't get rid of all the new people in Infinity War. They had to keep some. So, you know, we're getting rid of some of the newer people in this. Just like killing off Quicksilver in Age of Ultron will be shocking. But, you know, knowing that. That one wasn't that shocking. We only saw him for like three minutes. (laughs) Pretty sure he he was, you know. Killing off new characters means killing off funds, killing off toys, killing off. You yeah, know, you're getting rid of that. I, so I that's. I mean, to, to, to that point, though, for Infinity War, the only phase three introductory character to survive the snap. Yeah, man. He was phase two. Was he? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, was the, he was after Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, but now. it was still phase two. The, the, the only phase three superhero to survive the snap was Captain Marvel, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they, they did basically just save the original, yeah. the original lineup. No, Koye. Yeah, not well, an Avenger though. She's not. Yeah, she's not a superhero. She is now. She's cool. Like, like she's a great character. I mean, but I mean, Black I, Widow is not a superhero. She's an Avenger. 
Yeah. Come on. Like, I mean, you, you know like, what I'm trying to you're say. You're nitpicking words now. Like, Okoye was a phase three character that they kept around. So is all of Wakanda. And, like, you know. No, half of Wakanda. Okay. But that's not, what, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is the, the, the characters who were heroes, lead heroes, right? Not just side characters. I'm not counting Pepper, you know, like in this. Like, I'm talking about the lead heroes. Captain Marvel's the only one. Spider Man, Black Panther. And Doctor Wasp, Strange. Doctor Strange. They were all dusted. You know? Okay. That's all I was trying to say. All right. Go team. <laughs> now that once again, we've ended the show without being friends. <laughs> well, I think some of us are still friends. Yeah, Ryan and I are cool. And Apparently. Ryan and Rachel are cool, I think. Yeah, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> it's just you two that aren't cool. So that's that usually happens. <laughs> So, uh, so next week we will be reviewing Hellboy. Yes. Please tune in for that. <laughs> so. Having been the only one at the table that's seen it. God, there better be some news. There better be some news. Something real special. Oh, <laughs> Midnight says that we're still their friend. So that's nice. That's very I nice. No thank you. You are Midnight, but but I'm thank glad you. We're virtual friends at least. Thank you. Yeah. I need to hear that. Virtual friends are good. Sure. I have plenty of those. <laughs> Okay, brag much. Weird. You guys know this about we've got like 400 friends on Facebook. Okay, like weird flex, bro. <laughs> um. Anyway, we should probably wrap things up at this point. Absolutely. So, of course, you can check us out every Tuesday night on Twitch. You can listen to the podcast every Friday morning as soon as it releases on uh, anywhere you can find podcasts, really. Apple, Spreaker. Spotify. Spotify. Uh, Google Play. Like this. We're, we're just about everywhere. We get approved most places. Um Follow us at Heroes Podcasts on all of the major social media outlets or at Screen Heroes Pod on Twitter. You can follow Ryan at Buster Props. Mm -hmm. You can follow Derek at the Star Trek Dude. You can follow me at Siren Ray. And you can check out any of our other shows on Heroes Podcasts. Including our brand new show called Kaiju Cooking with... Paul, no. <laughs> Kaiju cooking. That is not you can check that out on the podcast <laughs> network. Kaiju, <laughs> Kaiju Curry House is our new show from our buddies across the know. pond. That's a weird name, so that's that was the best guess I had for it. It's but about you check it out. It's about Kaiju, it's about like cooking, Godzilla, and also Kaiju, Godzilla, King Kong, cooks. Pacific Rim. What does he cook for his family after work? You have to listen a hard to the show day of crushing uh, houses and buildings. You have to listen to the show to find out. I think it's curry that he cooks, if I had to guess. So one one last note. Uh, if you are interested, check out our Patreon. We've got some new tiers, one of which gets you access to this show a full day early. So mm -hmm. you can hear it before everybody else. Or you can watch it live. Or you can watch it, it live free and and earlier. <laughs> watch it for three. But, you know, it's just something out there that you can uh, that you can get access to if you're interested. That's a life hack I just gave them. It's a life hack. Hashtag yeah. life hack. Ha hashtag life hacks. Yep. <laughs> come, come watch live on Tuesday. You don't have to pay any Patreon and you get it three days early. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's great. It's good stuff. That's it. We'll catch you next week. Bye, guys.